Hello and welcome to part 2 of the Odium Podium. Once again, Abe forgot to actual record something, so here is some text to speech. Also this. The other cast for Borderlands. I don't know any of those people. Uh, I know Jim Wang, and that's well, yeah, it. but he's a he's the new character. He's not even one of the older yeah, characters. He's, he's Larry, a character that doesn't quite exist yet. Yeah, let's see who Wait, we the got. The cable guy. <laughs> no, he doesn't quite exist yet. Yeah, <laughs> these are all people that I don't recognize. Some of them look fitting. Like the guy they got for Marcus, pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy they got for Scooter, mm, pretty good. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy that they got for Wainwright Jacobs, sure. Why not? I, just I don't, don't care. know. I don't know them. The chick they got for Ellie, sure. But I don't know, like, who, the woman for Moxie, and I have no idea what they're doing with Sir Hammerlock. They're to- they're totally gonna ruin Sir Hammerlock. He's not gonna be a funny British like wild hunter man anymore. He'll be like some eccentric like I I don't know man. I don't oh, know. Okay, so this guy, the guy playing Hammerlock, uh, looks like he's done Tarzan. Tarzan. He wait, what? I don't know any of these. The le- the 2016 The Legend of Tarzan. Yeah, that's the yeah. I heard yeah. that movie was crap. <laughs> and then like one Mission Impossible, he was in it. It's a I, Charles I genuinely Babalola. Don't. Who's this Jack Black yeah. guy? <laughs> yeah, um, I, he'll be a good he'll be a good claptrap. I think. I think so too. Also yeah. the. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. He'll be less annoying than the video game clap track, I bet. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. The idea of uh, I've been cast as Ellie from yeah. Borderlands is very like. It's a little sad. <laughs> well, she she <laughs> I, looks like she might be a pretty decent actress, whoever she is. And... I once again, I don't know anything she's in. Her uh, Ryan Redmond. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know these people. I don't know these people either. <clears throat> That's what's weird. I don't know any of these people. Like, I don't you don't know. know Kate Blanchett. Well, they're, they're the they're the ones I'm, they announced the I first. Know. I'm being a joke. I, mean, ah! I I didn't know who like Adam Driver was till I saw like Star Wars, but now I, he's one of my favorite actors because he's really good. So, who you know these people might surprise us. Yeah. <gasps> oh 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 Matt. Ah sweet jumbo. Oh my word. Benjamin Byron Davis, the one playing Marcus. Mm-hmm. He's the voice of Dutch from Red Dead. That's really cool. I'm excited about that. Oh, do you think <clears> you can do a Russian voice? I have no idea, but that would be the idea of just taking that style of voice <laughs> and moving it over to that oh, my is God, I love that. really exciting. Uh, so he was him. He was a voice of um, Paul... Uh, Paul, I don't know. Someone from L.A. Noir. Uh, he's been in a couple of different shows, like normal TV shows that I don't watch. Yep, still Dutch. Uh, still Dutch. Heroes. He got some jelly beans. He was uh, the jerk in line in one episode of Drake and Josh. Ah, nice. <laughs> that was a star role there. And that's that's that. <laughs> that. Not him playing Dutch from. Uh, <laughs> He's also Agent Burley from Ant Man and the Wasp. Mm. 
I don't know. It's kind of he's kind of a bigger guy. Why would they give give him a character named Agent Burley? That's kind of like mean. Oh, he also did the facial scan and motion capture for Dutch as well. Hmm. Dutch. Huh. That's pretty cool though. I had no idea yeah. he was Dutch's voice actor. That's really cool. That's really cool. That'll be good. Um We just need one more run, Arthur. <laughs> you play the game? I've 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 watched like three different people <laughs> play it, but I have yet to play it for myself yet. I really want to because I've heard it's a really yeah. good like RPG. Well, if if not slow at some points, but I'll be the judge of that when I play it. I'll be the judge of that. Oh, I know. Oh. Oh yeah. So Stephen Boyer, the guy playing Scooter, it's just a lo- I, I've noticed a lot of these people are TV show people. Right. There are a lot of TV show actors. That might reflect <clears throat> their budget because yeah, they've already filled up like the main uh, starring cast with like people like Kevin Hart and of course Jack Black, and they probably don't come cheap. Yeah, because like this guy, so. this is probably where like I would feel like Kevin Hart and Jack Black would be willing to do things for a much lower budget than some other people. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Jack Black because he's been in the industry for long enough that I feel like he he's he's at a point in his career where he can just do projects that he likes mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to like oh I have to do this because I need the money. Like Black Jack can probably do whatever. Black Jack. Jack. Jack Black can probably do whatever he wants now. But Kevin Hart, I don't know. I feel like Kevin Hart can demand big pay because he's kind of like, oh, Kevin Hart. Which he's I mean, a tiny black guy who yells a lot. Yes! Which you know, by the way, he's just going to be him. He's just going to be yeah, him. Yeah, I know. And it's for a role that he shouldn't just be him. No. And I, he's one of the most serious characters in Borderlands, and he's just gonna be like, "Well, what the heck? What the heck? We're fighting robots! What?" And it's like, "All right, Kevin Hart." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, because I, I mean, I look. They're at, attacking the Borderlands. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I will say, I did see on uh, it was on Reddit. Um, someone lived near one of the shooting locations for Borderlands. Ooh. They've recreated like the opening sign from the first one. They've recreated the bus from the first oh, one. That's they recreated it. It's something they've they created this weird, rundown-looking town area, and everyone says that it it looks very similar to when you first meet uh, the Doctor Zed in the first oh, one. Oh, Doctor Zed hasn't been casted yet. It's true, um, but uh, that's Doc, a lot of, of people are saying characters. that. It's just so Jack Black sketchy. again, but like. <laughs> I would I would actually be so sad if they casted Jack Black as Dr. Zed because you know he'd give him like some sort of like Russian accent and be like oh it's me it's a crazy doctor and I'm like that's not how he is at all yeah. he's this shady southern guy who's yeah. really kind but like only vocally so Matthew McConaughey I was joking mm. I'm just being dumb it doesn't match no. at all yeah Matthew McConaughey is too high profile for a role like Dr. Zed as well, I think. He's also, yeah, I don't know. not going to work. It's probably going to be some random guy like Fred Danson. What if it was the guy from <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp? Ted Danson's brother. <laughs> from what? From Ant-Man and the Wasp. Who's the, who's the like, the gangster guy in Ant-Man and the Wasp that, like, shows up and he gives the truth serum to what's-his-face and he, like... Oh, he's yeah. He's the southern guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him, though. As an actor, <laughs> yeah, I've seen him in a couple things. He's really good. He is. He's fantastic. I do still wonder if they're going to have Handsome Jack and who they would cast for Handsome Jack. If anything, they're going to leave him as an 
end credit scene so they can continue a franchise because you know they're going to go for a franchise with this sort of thing yeah which is weird because this game is like the the cast for this game is from this movie I keep saying game the cast for this movie is a weird amalgamation of both casts from the first and second one Hmm. because Ellie's not in the first one no she's not and neither is uh, somebody else Krieg isn't and Krieg isn't in the first one yeah yeah which is weird so it's very I, I don't know what and I know the whole thing is like it's not supposed to be the game it's supposed well, to be like a new story in the same universe yeah, it's like well I get that but you're using the same characters mm-hmm. so if you're gonna set up some weird story that has all of the main characters from the games and I, I, I'm assuming it happens at the same time unless it's like oh this is supposed to be like the what's happening during the pre-sequel yeah. but on earth or on pandora not mm. moon world wait this is this is supposed to know. take place in the same universe as the video games i i mean i don't know it, it's it's something i don't know if it's the same universe or it's just like oh it's it's i don't know if it's either that or they're just they're reusing the same universe right, like, i don't know right, if it's right. something that's like adjacent mm-hmm. or whatever but it's weird it's just it, i feel like if you're gonna be like oh it's in the borderlands universe then you can't use all the main characters from borderlands because or you can't use something that doesn't line up with the rest of the everything else right that makes sense you know that, that would be like making the mortal Kombat movie and casting i don't know it'd be weird just like uh sub-zero is just a guy who like makes sandwiches now he doesn't really have yeah. a whole role in, in the whole story but, but I mean, like, it was why? something well i mean it, it would be along the lines of like if <laughs> it, okay it would be along the lines as if the story from mortal from the mortal kombat games mm-hmm. was this long continuous story mm-hmm. and that was like a preset like this is the story of mortal kombat right which then they isn't. make the movie and it's all the same characters mm-hmm. but it's like it's in the same world but it's not it doesn't align with this with any of the story that's set that's how i'm viewing this with borderlands that is that is weird it's kind of like all right let, let's say they're making like a um well aren't they just treating it sort of like the mcu has been treating comic books well yes or no here's the thing though when the mcu takes things from comic books they change things but they always keep the core. Like Captain America in the MCU is different from Captain America t- in the comics, but he still has all the bits of character mm-hmm. that make him Captain America. Yeah. Well, see, Whereas, I'm- like, um, for instance, Roland, for example, is supposed to be like this stoic, serious military leader guy, yeah. like, like Duke from G.I. Joe. But uh, instead, they're casting him as the funny short man. And so he's not going to have any of those core bits that still make him Roland. If they made him do different things, but he still acted like Roland, that would be fine. But the problem is they're not casting him as that. They're casting him as the funny short guy. What I'm saying, though, is that the base of their inspiration is the pre-existing story that is the video games. And that they're using that as, like... Just it's essentially the, the you know the, the fertile ground of which they're going to grow right. their own. But my issue yeah. is version. But I think our issue is that they're taking too many liberties without really addressing the source material. The source material for them is just dressing so far, or at least it seems like that way. Who knows? Yeah. It, the movie hasn't come out. This is all very, very much speculation. Right. Yeah. It's just weird. It's just weird, and it gives me weird feelings in my gut. Weird feelings. Yeah, I, I think it's the thing is it's it's really gonna ride on just 
there's a lot that is seriously riding on like how the people portray the characters yeah because like i mean sure jamie lee curtis is dr whatever her name mm-hmm. sure like and i guarantee she's gonna do a good yeah, job decent at that. comedy actor she's, she's good yeah she's gonna do a really good job mm-hmm. jack black is claptrap sure sure yeah, yeah. like I, you know i i the voice is going to be different obviously because mm-hmm. it's jack black's voice instead of like some high-pitched like robot voice unless oh, they man. tune his voice to make it more high-pitched which would be interesting it'd be very weird it'd i, I wonder though. how much jack black he's going to put in the role because i don't know if i want like the robot rolling around oh let's get burritos skadoosh like Maybe tone down his Jack Blackness yeah. just a little bit for the role, but he's still going to do a good job. Regardless. Oh yeah, like he's going to do. It. Honestly, the biggest thing is role. It's the whole Kevin Hart mm-hmm. is rolling thing because yeah. he's like the main character of the first Borderlands. Yeah, and, and it's and and like I've said, they they still haven't announced Brick, which yeah. I'm still dead set mm-hmm. that it's going to be Dwayne Johnson just because if they can get him. If oh, they, yeah. See that actually Which he's already tied up doing a uh, Black Adam for That's the true. Black oh, Adam yeah. movie. But it would be interesting because they're definitely playing on some weird chemistry from the Jumanji films. Yeah. Oh, as most well. definitely. So it's like they're playing in from Borderlands people, but they're like, Wait "You like look like Jumanji? Well, you know, it's Kevin yeah. Hart and Black Jack, uh, Jack Black, <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack Black." Because <laughs> I'm wondering now, Jack O Blacko, our favorite man. You have Jack Jack, you have Jack Black, you have Black Jack, you have Black Jack. I'm wondering now, actually, <laughs> what studio is doing it. That's a good point. Studio. Do we, do we know, like... Wiggles. Here's the thing. All I've been seeing so far is cast. I don't know who the director is, and I don't know who any of the writers are. I don't know who's producing it. A uh, feature film based on a popular video game set on an abandoned fictional planet of Pandora where people search for a mysterious relic. That's all it has on IMDb. So, mm-hmm. Eli Roth is the director. Yeah. Aaron what? Berg and Craze Mazin. What oh, Craig Mason. What has he done? He's done a lot. A lot. Um, he's done, well, yeah, he's done a whole bunch. Jeez. Well, he directed... Uh, does it look good or does it look like, oh... Maybe not. That's interesting. The stuff he's directed is very... all over. He directed the first Hostel. <laughs> the scary movie. <laughs> what the heck? Oh, he's more of an actor. So the writer, one of them, oh, he's done... Baywatch. <laughs> He's an identity um, producer. No. He directed these. These don't look good, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The direct, the director ones don't look good. The producer ones also look uh, a little all over the place. Not gonna lie. Outside of uh, yeah, uh, what I just said. Because um, I mean, I'm seeing like Green writer. Inferno and Glorious Bastards, but I don't think he. Uh, well, that's not even the first one, is it? Yeah. It's like the weird other. I don't even know what that is. Has nothing to do with Tarantino. Mm. Um, I don't know what what is he. Why do I know him? Then why does that name sound so familiar? It does. Oh, because he's more of a. No, he's not. Who is he? Okay, so he's an. He's more of. Oh, he was in. He was in Inglorious. Oh, he's okay, an. Okay. He's more of an actor, I think, mm. from what I can tell. He was in that. He was in this Death Proof, Piranha 3D, and Rock of Ages. He was in that. Forgot about that movie. This isn't his first time directing something, is it? No. Okay. That would that would have been the scary news. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's this is weird. Um I don't know. I don't know. I'm We'll see. We'll see. We are in tension. <laughs> yeah, but I I think now after this weird wave of cast announcements and they're almost all 
They're very TV odd show picks. people. Which I don't know. They could do good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they could do good, but it's also somebody who's been on like CSI and Law and Order, and he's playing yeah. Scooter from Borderlands, who is the the super ho dunk redneck car guy. Hmm. You know, like that's that's the thing too, where it's I, I'm sure he's gonna do fine, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I definitely do think there's a budget limitation here that's probably going to rear its head in some ugly way. Yeah, which that's like something else I've heard nothing about in a forever. Um, yeah, I've just looked at some of the films he's directed. They don't look great. Yeah. Something else I've not heard from or I've not heard about in forever is that there was supposed to be that uh, working on Netflix show that was set in the Fallout universe. Um, I heard it was going to be on Amazon Prime. Either uh, or. It, it, it was going to be on a streaming service. Yeah, but it was that, <laughs> and it was uh, it was going to be done by the people who did um, Waco, I think. Mm. If not Waco, no, not Waco. It's one of the, I think Waco. No, I don't know. Whatever, <laughs> one of those. <laughs> no, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. No, uh, uh, no, but I, yeah, I haven't heard anything about that, that. Would be really cool. Waco know, was really good. I know Amazon um, Prime has been hitting the uh, ball out of the park when it comes to like superhero stuff because the boys, while. Uh, gruesome is very good and um yeah uh, me and my brother have been watching invincible that also is really good hmm. it's um i like it because it's it's an animated show and it's not it's it's taking a comic from image comics it's not like one of the big two like marvel yeah. or dc yeah. which i i am always happy when smaller comic book stuff gets things which is why i think the boys and invincible are so cool hmm. i like batman yeah, Batman. No one's ever heard of him. <laughs> it's not like DC puts him in a book every single run because <laughs> he sells so many copies. Oh, they're also do- I forgot they're doing the Halo TV show as well. Uh, that's hmm. still which thing. which yeah the Fallout TV show is still happening. It's just all in works and it's Amazon so hmm. maybe Amazon Prime. Yeah. Hopefully it's. I mean. That's something I I think that is something that could be really good, really good because they already do, <clears throat> especially if they do it right. Because I'm pre- like I said, the director of that is another director from something else who like a big show. Mm. Yeah. Um, wasn't it? Um, I, I remember you talking to me about this. Was it Westworld? Westworld. It was Westworld. That's really it was cool. Westworld because. Oh man, a Fallout series from the guy who directed Westworld yeah. sounds like a match made in heaven. Yeah. Oh my god. Because Fallout has done a really good job of presenting so much lore potential mm-hmm. for stuff. And I mean, you've got the synth, you've got the mutants, and you could easily just put something in. It's it's not saying that the lore is open ended in Fallout because it's not like mm. in even Fallout even Bethesda themselves can't do it properly sometimes. <laughs> you know it's interesting, um, but <laughs> both of their MMOs <laughs> counter established lore. Yeah, ESO counters and Fallout seventy six. Yeah, because in seven in, in in Fallout like there's super mutants in right. Fallout seventy six. That makes absolutely no sense because 76 is the earliest happening game in the series as far as like timeline goes where the super mutants were made like this is in West Virginia. Super mm. mutants were made in D.C., right? Mm. I think. Isn't that where they were originally made? 
I think the vault in which they were being tested on was... Well, so actually, I just recently learned some new lore that might explain the, why that works. Oh, okay. Because apparently the the tests originally... Um, so Power Armor, in the, in the Fallout universe, the lore, Power Armor was designed by a company to combat the fact that the Chinese were invading Alaska for oil reserves. Hmm. Oh, which is something they mentioned. Yeah. You know. Um, and then apparently along with that was the idea that certain people were kind of working on these mutations to make like super soldiers even more so, like beyond power armor. But then you also do have the vault in, in Fallout 3 where they were testing that still on people and they were creating uh, mutants. Yeah. And then mutants got out of control and they broke out and all that jazz. And then mutants actually were capturing people and making more mutants out of them. And so it's just like, I don't know where it lines up with... 76? Because my yeah, whole thing with 76 is, it, it just depends on when they started. When did they break out of their vault that was in yeah. D.C.? Yeah, it was yeah. in D.C. It's definitely D.C. Because then that's also, you have to take into a factor of they wandered all the way over to West Virginia. But that would have had to have happened because I think 76 takes place 30 years after the bombs drop, like after the act, wow, the initial that's early. It's it's something it's so it's so early that the existence of forestry also does not actually make sense. Oh, mm. as you just and I, I watched too. I watched a whole video on this where the, the the fact that anything is still there outside of like robots and the the feral ghouls and stuff like that right. does not make any sense huh. which also they <clears throat> because of that there's a severe lack of feral ghouls in the game there's actually more of the scorched hmm. which are right. which are the ones who are like not completely like brain dead mm. they stay can use guns and weapons and stuff like that but they still are just like out to kill mm-hmm. while their like skin is like singed off and, and you, you know it's, it's stuff like, it, it plays off of the fact that it's so early in right. the timeline but then there's stuff like that with the super mutants where it, it I, I i personally don't believe that they would make sense for them to be there but that's going back to your statement about how the mmos kind of throw stuff off i'm less familiar with uh eso of course but going even further back the the amount of lore and everything they could easily they could do something as simple as just essentially take something like they do for each fallout game and they just pick a new place yeah pick a new place create all new lore that as long as it as long as the like generic background lore lines up with everything else Mm. go for it don't don't try to repeat one Mm -hmm. of the games don't try to do anything like that it's interesting you mentioned that the website i'm looking at mentions the the tv show is apparently supposed to be on fallout 76 a vault 76 huh Mm. And it's the idea that it's supposed to explore the early years of the whole, you know, wasteland and everything. That's we, the point of the game. Which is like, yeah, you're, that's you're really what, That's what you do in the game. If, if anything, it'll do it better than the game, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, it's going to take it. So that, uh, see, mm. I think, it, I think it, it, I think you have a much more interesting story if it's just set like in the post-apocalypse. Not like, oh, this is right after, like, no, post post apocalypse, post mm. right after the bombs drop, like like um, and then you're just kind of in there. So all of that like culture is like established, and people are all trading for caps, and it's not like oh we have to figure yeah. out what society. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the post 
uh, American society has already been created. So like Fallout 4. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Fallout 4 is 200 and some amount. It's over 200 years I, I in the future. I like that more personally because I think that's yeah. just a lot cooler. Yeah, because well, in, in 4 it's, you know, everything's you established. robots with the, uh, the boat that thinks he's a captain. Yeah, like, but you have stuff like that. You have, mm. you know, the Institute is fully developed and they are fully like built underground mm. and they are doing their thing. There's, you know, all the different factions exist. Mm. Everything's already in motion. Everything's happening. You're just, you are just the thing that comes in and just sets everything off. Right. That's pretty much what four is. You're just, you're the man out of time who your mission is directly affecting all these other things in the world yeah. because of your personal mission, which is get my son back. And the, and that's, and that works and that's great. And 76 mm -hmm. does its own thing. They, their whole reasoning for it is, Oh, you're, you're hot and fresh, like fresh out of the vault. So is everyone else that you're playing with. You're all the vault dwellers. Mm. Whoa. And it's like, you couldn't do something like four in a multiplayer sense. I get mm -hmm. that. And no. this is a good way to do a multiplayer thing with fallout. But at the same time, I almost want to say that if you're going to go the story route, I, and I know you have like, you, you know, there, who's the protagonist then? If you take the whole setup of that and the whole thing is going to be, or is it going to be something that's like, I don't want to say like lost, but something where it's, you know, oh, these are all the main characters instead of, you mm. know, oh, you have like Joe Green and you have like uh france ferdinand you know i don't france know I, I just named two actual people mm. but uh <laughs> but you know instead of having just like oh let's follow the the antics of these these seven vault dwellers or these mm. 30 vault dwellers if they want to mm. go that route i, I don't know lot. it's be a lot you know, instead a of trying show. to instead of trying to settle into the world tell a different story tell a different story you could if you did the show in more of a fallout 4 style where mm -hmm. it's Oh, I I am the protagonist. There is I have reason for what I'm doing, and there's there's general build up, and mm -hmm. you know there there's there's something driving the story more than just like we're establishing because like that's something that you see in like jokingly you see in montages. This yeah. is like oh, we're establishing yeah. a camp, and mm -hmm. it's like okay, cool. Like oh, we have to fight the big ants. Like <laughs> is that it? The and the big ants are come up to your ankles. That's kind of mm -hmm. it. The, the most interesting thing to me about a post-apocalyptic setting is kind of how it is it is so different than normal modern society. It is, it's like a warped mirror version of yeah. normal modern society. Like in Mad Max, where it's like people are obsessed with like cars and gasoline because that's yeah. how the world has changed. Or like, like you said in Fallout 4, everything is so weird and different because of just how far the world has changed. Yeah. I want something that is exotic and like fascinating, but if you have it like, oh, it's right after where the bomb goes off, then it's not going to be any different than it's going to be more like The Walking Dead as yeah. a post-apocalypse yeah. than it would be like Mad Max. Which and I, I lean more toward the Mad Max idea than I lean toward the Walking Dead yeah. idea. And it, I, I totally agree with that. I was just thinking that about Mad Max. Is like you're making a post-apocalyptic world. It is going to be compared to Mad Max. If you don't yeah. make it its own unique mm -hmm. standalone world that shines and it's kind of beautiful in its own weird horrific way then it's not going to stand the test of time. Yeah. It's just going to be whatever. And, and the world, the war, the more so the United States, 
the the United States that exists within the Fallout universe, they they did. It's not the same reality that we know now, right? And that's that's exactly. the point. You know, they're in the, the before the bombs drop is. I think the bombs drop in like twenty fifty or something. It's it's something. It's in the future. It is in the future mm-hmm. because but, it, uh, but they're like weirdly obsessed with like but nineteen fifty. Well, it's because well, see, they never that's, developed that's exactly. They they instead of America being the way that we are, they had more of a focus on war than they did on culture, mm. and so the culture got left behind more so, which is why all the music is like older music and it's like fifties and sixties or forties through sixties music. That the reason that's why all that is is because, but that's also why you have laser guns and laser muskets and all these other super advanced high tech things. But then everything feels like it's the fifties. You know, it's a, it's an interesting <clears throat> part of the reason why the America won the Cold War is because they they put so much time and effort and money and research into winning culture wars rather than actual wars. Yeah, right. and what you kind of look at in the Fallen Universe is what if Russia and America both went the war route. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's just the the '50s sci-fi aesthetic is really cool, yeah. and it's probably my favorite part of Fallout because it, it's just blended really well. And again, I haven't played any of the games four and seventy six, uh, not seventy six. Probably I'll get to that way down the line. Four and New Vegas are on my list as far as Fallout yeah. games that I really want to play. <clears throat> go. Sorry, 2077 is when the bombs dropped. In. 2077. Yeah. Okay. Also, I found out the issue of the mutants. So, apparently, before the bombs fell, a company, West Tech, the same one that invented the power armor, did the forced evolution virus, creating the first super mutants, which are apparently, like, semi-rational and actually have, like, a society. Right. Whereas the ones in Fallout 3 from Vault 87 are completely, like, almost feral, like, totally war-born. And the idea is that they're like, we're going to take this issue that we have with this virus and we're going to shove everyone in this thing and they're going to experiment on it further, hopefully, to make it better. Right. But it didn't. It turned out even worse. And that's why the DC area is considered, like, completely trashed because the mutants there aren't normal mutants that you can somewhat reason with. They're like completely yeah. hostile but but even then like that doesn't change that that's exactly how mutants are everywhere else oh i know exactly like it's four, just like four makes sense because that takes place in uh massachusetts but it's so far in the future that that makes sense they probably would have had factions and different things go up there and different mm-hmm. stuff but you know I, it's just the the I, i'm still set on the time frame and i'm pretty sure the super, super mutants in 76 are not smart you know, you you only, there's only one there's only the two well there's the one weird super mutant in four that's like that helps you Virgil I think is his name that, I haven't gotten that far okay yeah well there's one that helps you in that but you have to like find him in the uh, zone down south where it's really close to where the actual bomb dropped and it's still very heavily radiated uh, you can you have to find him down there and uh, and then also in four you have strong the companion that is not He's still not smart, but he's reasonable. See that that would be yeah. an interesting change of pace. Yeah. Is that if you're if you came out of Vault seventy six and you were like, oh wow, the world's dominated by mutants, but they're not like mutant monsters. They're actually intelligent mutants that they're just yeah. You know, it would have been interesting to install a story of like maybe kind of creating the beginning of why you know vault people and mutants never get along even though technically 
all the mutants except for the ones in 87 vault 87 are supposed to be somewhat intelligent yeah. and functionable but mm-hmm. then there's the carry vault in i think three Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a oh, that's, our, that's a trippy one. Man. I love oh. that one. I see that that see, and that's something else they could easily do if they do a new area. Come up with new bizarre vaults. Iowa, just the corn vault. You just open up, but like so much corn. But the Gary thing, it's literally the Gary vault. You've told me about. Yeah, this it's just it's they. It was one guy named Gary, and then like they cloned him, and that's or it was just like it's just it's Gary and his clones. But then they, but then I think like either something happened and then he started being able to make more clones, but he started mentally devolving. So then all (laughs) the only word they know is Gary and nothing else. (laughs) And they just attack everything. They do. And it's It's rather frightening. (laughs) You walk in there and they're like, Gary, Gary, Gary. And you're like, ah. And then you're like, you're in an area where there's less of them and you just hear Gary. And it's like, that's weird, actually. It's cool because in four. Um, as little Easter eggs in, in in different parts of the world, you'll be like walking along, whatever you go in like a store or something. Da, 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 da. Oh, there's four like uh, children's like letter blocks. They spell Gary on the floor, and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you know. <laughs> but you know, but they could they have the opportunity to do cool things like that. Could you imagine like okay, a Fallout series, but it's 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 this idea of a road trip. So instead of staying in one place, he's going through America and visiting different vaults along the way, seeing a bunch of weird things. Because hmm. cause that's how, again, I've never played a Fallout game, uh, but that's what the Fallout games seem to be to me, is yeah. a trip where you're just going on and exploring. Well, that's actually very hmm. true to the very first one. For the first Fallout, you are the one chosen to be like, guess what? A water purifier thingy. Is having problems. We need a new chip. And the only place to get that is out there. So they send you out to get a chip. And that's the, basically the core of the story. You leave, you get a chip, you come back. It's mm. so freakishly simple and straightforward. But it's 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 a great premise for a whole game. And I almost wonder if maybe it would be better if you were making a movie to say, stay true to the roots of Fallout. Because people are like talking about, like, well, yeah, Bethesda is working with them. It's like, yeah, but you have to remember that Obsidian was the one that actually made Bethesda Fallout. Bethesda only cares yeah. about money. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just, it's curious because I feel like Obsidian did so much to establish the lore, the tone, the cultural fallout. Oh, yeah. Where I feel like Obsidian's input would almost matter more than Bethesda's. And I mean, and you can easily see that in New Vegas. Yeah. Which I mean, like, I, and I, I have the least experience with New Vegas, even though I've, I've played it a bit. But even I, from just the bit that I've played it, you can feel how expansive everything is. And how much there is to do because like from what i hear new vegas does a really good job with that yeah and that was and just like the outer worlds just like the outer worlds every person you talk to in that game for the most part every person you talk to has some value Mm -hmm. or there's some choice involved even down to like first one that comes to my mind is the the really mean lady that's sitting on the bench outside of the one building in the one like more uppity place yeah, he's very yeah. like eh, I'm wealthy, and I it's don't just like care if the poor people die. Yeah, like that woman. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it, but it's like you have choices there that could either lead. That literally could lead to you just being like, just her kill, like her wandering over somewhere mm-hmm. where she gets killed, or you can be yeah. like, no, you're just lame, mm-hmm. and then oh, and she'll just be mad at you. But just, like stuff that kind of like all these different options and choices, but every person matters. Did you guys think it weird? I don't know if you care or not about this, but 
So in Fallout 3 and in Oblivion, you can talk to every single person. Hmm. doesn't matter who they are, what they are, yeah. what they're doing. You can stop them and talk to them, even a little bit. You can be just ask for, like, rumors. That's a big Oblivion thing. But in Skyrim, and, I'm not, and I don't think in Fallout 4 either, you can't talk to everyone. Because hmm. there's a lot of just generic NPCs where yeah. you, you click on them and be like, watch what you're doing. Yeah, it's like you have like, that freaking hello. Nazim guy who's like, have you been the crowd ruler? And it's like, shut up. But you can't talk to him. And there's always a little part of me that kind of is like a little sad because I really enjoyed the weird level of immersion that being able to talk to any NPC allowed. That's true. Yeah. But I think also in, in perspective, like Skyrim is a, a much bigger game compared to like the early Fallout games. It is much there's bigger. probably a lot more to program. Well, actually, it's a smaller map. Right. But it's a more populated map. Right. It's yeah. denser. Yeah. Although, Sky Bluebian, it's looking pretty tight. <laughs> Sorry. We'll see when we get there. But, well, I think that's actually a good point to wrap up. And, uh, yeah, I know it's a little bit shorter this week, but that's a okay. Uh, yeah, well, Prescott. I love you all. And Matt, thank you for joining us once again. Of course. Um, And you're listening to the Odeon Party. My name is Abe. My name is Prescott. Matt. And thank you for tuning in. And uh, yeah, we just want to thank the Academy and thank everybody out there.